0: What is up and hello again, friends. This is uh, the Jaguar Report Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Zach Schultz. Once again, this is the only fantasy podcast for fans in first place in the AFC South. Special shout out to the Bengals and the Jets for the assist. The fantasy regular season's wrapped up, so it's playoff time. Hopefully you're fighting for a trophy and not for additional shame. And as always... My rankings and scoring is half PPR. And we got to start this one off with Trevor Lawrence, who was this week's QB 11, and he's fought his way back up to QB 13 on the season. He had 25.1 fantasy points this week, and I don't really know what else to say other than Trevor's special, man. Coming off the ankle injury and against what quite possibly could be the best defense in the league, and Trevor somehow kept the Jags in that game. The game had the makings of a huge blowout all over it, but Trevor single-handedly kept him in it. His hot run over the last month has brought him up to QB 11 to finish the regular season. His 20.4 this week was his lowest over the last four games, um, so hopefully he keeps up the scoring. Unfortunately, this week he's got the Ravens and they are 30th in the league in fantasy points given up to quarterbacks. Fortunately for Trevor, the Browns hardly finish or are hardly ahead of the Ravens in the stat at 29th. And Trevor still made some lemonade on the day. So I'm still starting Trevor unless I have an obvious play over him. Travis Etienne was this week's running back 15. And that brings him, well, not brings him, he still holds on the running back three spot. He's got about a 21 point lead on Derrick Henry so hopefully he can hold him off and he had 15.2 fantasy points this week he just hasn't exploded for a big fantasy day since before the week nine bye they they've had a handful of tough run defenses but the offensive line has just been helpless as of late it was another day of nowhere to run for ETN except for a few outside runs from the wildcat His 35 rushing yards matched his season low, but his 2.5 yards per carry were his season low. He does have a touchdown in two straight games. He scored from the one-yard line this week, so blast the confetti. And he also continues to see solid work in the passing game. He had four catches for 37 yards again this week. So he has a nice floor to work with. It looks like Walker Little is going to play, and hopefully we can get Ezra Cleveland back as well. But it's still an uphill battle against the Ravens. They're 25th in fantasy points allowed to running backs, and like the Browns, they're just a damn good defense. You're starting Etienne without question. Don't get cute, but it is a tough pill to swallow still. Calvin Ridley was this week's wide receiver 41, and his 7.3 fantasy points uh, brought him down to wide receiver 25. His roller coaster season just continues. Coming into this game, He either had posted 40 yards or less, or 83 yards or more. His 53 yards this week was his first quote-unquote normal total of the season, I guess. He still saw 13 targets, and he only hauled in four catches. That's pretty sad, to be honest. seemed like, once again, it was a coulda-woulda-shoulda game with Ridley. And after he got Tessie in the locker room today uh, in his interview, I want to say he bounces back, but I just can't really buy in against the Ravens. Last time he was outspoken in the locker room, was after the 49ers game, and he bounced back pretty well, but that was against the poorest Titans secondary. It's very possible Ridley plays better this week. It just doesn't translate to a great fantasy game. He's a flex option at best this week. Uh, Zay Jones got 5.4 points, and he was wide receiver 48. Uh, He was pretty putrid this week, to be honest. Uh... Five catches on 14 targets for 29 yards. Uh, that's it's not great, Bob. He just isn't good enough to overcome the talent the Browns have in the secondary, and it was pretty obvious. There were multiple plays where Trevor would put the ball in the perfect spot, and if either Zay could get, like, half an inch of separation or if he could make a play on the ball in the air, we could have been looking at a pretty big day for him. I personally hope to see more Parker Washington moving forward. I know he's a slot, so I don't mean that and, like, cut Zay's playing time or whatever, but I want to see some of the targets get shifted to Parker. And speaking of Parker Washington, wide receiver 39 this week with 7.7 points. He only had three targets. We caught two of them for 27 yards and a touchdown. Uh, In the two weeks... Now that without Kirk, he's brought in eight of nine targets and he has two touchdowns. He has shown enough reliability at this point, in my opinion, to warrant more targets over Zay Jones. If you're in a really tight spot, I honestly prefer uh, Parker Washington this week over Zay Jones and probably even moving forward. Like I said, it looks like he's earning Trevor's trust. He did lose the fumble early in the game, but it, it really wasn't that bad of a fumble, I guess. And. We've definitely seen a lot worse out of this team. Uh, both of his touchdowns, however, were great plays on his part, and we have seen Trevor in the past start to lock on to guys as they start to click. I I personally would much rather take the gamble on Parker over, over Zay for sure. Lastly, we've got Evan Ingram. He was the tight end one this week, and he's brought himself back up to tight end five with 27 fantasy points this week. Uh, wow. That's all I got for him. Caught 11 for 12 targets for 95 yards and two touchdowns. It's obvious. Without Christian Kirk, Ingram is just going to be the main guy in the passing game. I know he had less targets than both Ridley and Jones, but that was a product of game script and Trevor having to throw 50 times. He has 21 targets and essentially two full games without Kirk and leads the team with 177 yards and three touchdowns in those games as well. The Jags do a great job of getting Ingram the ball in space and letting him work, but he's just also good enough on his own to make plays like those contested catches. Um, So he doesn't necessarily have to rely on scheme all the time. It's just a bonus for him. I'd be shocked if he didn't lead, lead the team in targets to finish the season. Between the offensive line issues and Trevor's ankle, the ball's coming out quickly right now, and Ingram is reaping the benefit. Here we go again, as the Ravens are 25th in fantasy points allowed to the tight ends. The matchup isn't great, but you're obviously starting Ingram. Even if you have another stud tight end, Ingram is probably worthy of a flex start. Okay, looking at the betting card from last week. I didn't play any Jaguars bets on my official card um, just with the uncertainty of the Trevor situation and I just played three bets and I went one and two uh, Justin Jefferson went over well no I played over 70 and a half receiving yards I played Cortland Sutton over 57 and a half receiving yards and Bijan Robinson over 95 and a half rushing plus receiving yards Like I said, 1-2 and this week, which kind of hurts because it felt like a a bad break week. Justin Jefferson left with a chest injury after catching two passes for 27 yards. I feel pretty confident he would have hit the prop, Um, but honestly, it's just more of a bummer to see him get hurt again. Hopefully, he plays this week, and uh, he just is himself moving forward. Bijan Robinson finished with 88 total yards, 8 yards shy of his prop. Um... I got Arthur Smith for the second time this year, so shame on me, I guess. Uh, and finally, we got on the board with Corden Sutton. He barely snuck over with 62 yards on only three catches. But hey, a win's a win. And the Jaguars obviously lost. Um, they were three-point underdogs, lost by four. Um, I really was hoping Doug would kick the extra point just to you know push the spread. <laughs> But it brings the Jaguars to 8-5 on the season against the spread. Um, They remain 3-4 at home. They're now 5-1 on the road, remain 6-2 as favorites, and are now 2-3 as underdogs. They are 3-point home underdogs this week with a game total of 42.5. Trevor's passing line is 228.5. I think he could easily do that. He threw for two fifty-seven against the Browns, and he's just been playing really well, like I mentioned. Honestly, I'm not touching it, though. Uh, This past week, Matt Stafford was the first quarterback to reach 229 yards against the Ravens. So, yeah, I don't really want to do that. Etienne's rushing yards is at 53.5. His carries are at 14.5, which... I could easily see that one going under, but if you know me, I'm not playing it under, especially a Jags under, especially a Jags under. Ugh. But in games where Jags are losing and are playing some catch up, and they're not in control of the game, under 14 and a half carries seems pretty solid. Um, 22 and a half receiving yards. He's hit that one in all but four games. And his rushing plus receiving yards is set at 79.5. Ridley, 47.5, is probably a decent option. Um, I don't want it, anything to do with Zay. Obviously, if you you know, I'm listening to my little spiel about him a minute ago. I couldn't find anything on Bet MGM for Parker Washington, but A reception line and a yardage line probably be pretty low that I might be interested. Um, But I do like Evan Ingram at 50.5, the over. Targets galore right now. They're getting him the ball in space. Yeah, I think 50.5 is an easy number, even in a tough matchup. Uh, Lamar, 215.5 passing yards, 50.5 rushing yards. And then Isaiah Likely, 34.5 receiving yards. Those are the three Ravens props that kind of caught my eye at first. I might include one in my article. Um, But we'll see. And that's about all I got. Hopefully the Jags, you know, obviously hope they're going to win. That goes without saying. But hopefully they just don't look like shit. That's all, you know. We need to win, but I think more importantly, we need to like play just a good game against the Ravens, which sounds really stupid and obvious. But damn, they need a showing on Sunday night. And with that, uh, I hope you guys have a great time at the game if you're going. I know Monday, the Monday night didn't turn out uh, as planned, obviously, but uh, get around to and hopefully we get the win. But that's about all I got. I'm out.